Are you ready? Can't crush us. It don't really get no better than this the podcast that you're looking for. If you're really heavy in the wrestling, hosted by the mark. Energy that's so amazing. Gotta keep it entertaining. Rep the can crush a nation. Yeah, you know what's going down in the ring. Lights out when you hit a ding ding. Knock them out like boom, bada bing. Hold it down, you can crown me the king. Gotta shout out to the Miz and Duke the dumpster. We choke slamming everybody. Power driving, hit them with a face buster. Yeah, yeah, this the show you need an and it ain't no need for waiting. Mark, hold it down for the can crush a nation. All about wrestling and keep it entertaining. Can crushers wrestling podcast. Time to break them. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can crushers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can crushers. Let's go. Hi, everyone. This is Ringside Rain, and you're listening to Can Crushers Podcast. And now, here is your host, Mark, the Mark Martinez. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Can Crushers Wrestling Spotlight. I am your host, Mark, the Mark Martinez. Thank you, Ringside Rain, for bringing me back this week. It's been a while, but Ringside Rain, always welcome back on the show. We need to figure that out. It's all right. That's all right. We'll figure it out. Guys, super excited. This is Sarah Bubbles, the unpopable force. And she's from Sunshine. Sunshine, lollipops, rainbows, all of this cool stuff. Keep you in a good mood, getting ready. I can't wait. I can't wait. We connected on uh, the social medias and just super excited to hear Sarah's story. Uh, In wrestling, less than a year. So a lot's going on with her so yeah all right but you know what we have to do first we have to pay the bills collar and elbow hats hoodies tees all the cool stuff that al snow and the hooligans have at collar and elbow wrestling make sure you check them out and hey we have a promo code for you it's can crushers all one word capital c and can capital c and crushers when you buy all your stuff we'll save you 10 percent so that's pretty cool, right? Just put that in the little promo code and you'll get uh, some money back or it'll be discounted. You know how the promo codes work. Hey, if you're first time listening, we're available everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, Ask Alexa, all that cool stuff. Can Crushers is everywhere. So continue to listen, continue to love us, continue to rate us, review us. That's awesome. It really helps us out. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You want to be and have your own spotlight, like Sarah Bubbles here, slide into one of our DMs on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or send us an email at cancrusher69 at gmail.com. We'll get you scheduled. Come on, tell your story, and just have some fun here on Can Crushers. That's what it's all about. We love hearing the stories of independent wrestlers across the board. So, yeah, here comes Al Snow to tell you more about Collar and Elbow. We come back. We'll have the unpoppable force, Sarah Bubbles. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow 
is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Everybody, this is Gilbert, WWF's longest reigning light heavyweight champion. You're listening to Can Crusher's podcast. The best guys there are out there. And welcome back to Can Crusher's, guys. You heard in the intro how excited I was to have this lovely lady come on the show. Has been taking the world by force. She's the unpopable force, Sarah Bubbles. And you're from Sunshine, Sunshine and Lollipops. Sarah, what what is all this from? <laughs> I'm from Sunshine City. <laughs> oh, it just says sunshine. I'm like, well, that's pretty hot. So, yeah, yeah, I, not from the sun directly. Like, I don't think I could live there. I, I would try if I could, but no, just Sunshine City. <laughs> okay, all right. Somebody dropped a city in my notes, so uh, I'll have to worry about that. But the impoppable <laughs> force. I love the pun on that. That's awesome. How did you come up with it? And then we'll get into wrestling. Well, actually, let me tell you, I, um, we have the same, uh, what's he called? The, the MC, we have the same MC for a lot of the shows with my home promotion. And he always asks, what's the moniker before the name? And I have had to say, I don't have one for probably the first year that I've been in wrestling. And one night I was scrolling through Instagram and somebody's moniker was the unstoppable force. Well, I have ADHD and dyslexia. And my brain. I'm not laughing at you, but I understand. <laughs> well, yeah. So, like, I was scrolling. Well, you know how you scroll and you just don't even stop because you just keep going. Well, so my brain read the unpoppable force. And I was like, hey, that's pretty good. I should use that. Well, then I stopped for a second and saw that that's not what it actually said. I thought, oh, so well, there you go. I'm using it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not yours. You're not stealing it or, in wrestling terms, borrowing it, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, I immediately messaged the MC that we always have. And um, told him, I said, I finally have a moniker. <laughs> so ever since then, it's been story. mine. I haven't had it long, but I'm excited to use it. Uh, also named a favorite female in Buckeye Wrestling. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, fan vote? Is, is that Because I saw the percentage was high, like really high. I don't remember it per se, but it was big time. So the fans love you. They do, and I was so surprised at that because um, up at Buckeye Wrestling Alliance, I've only made two appearances, and one was in a triple threat, and one was in a mixed tag. So I haven't even had a singles match there, and I was I took the women's fan vote by storm, um, and then I also at my home promotion, FTC Wrestling in Ironton, Ohio, um, I had the Uprising Star or something very similar to that. I took the fan vote in that and so that was a big honor as well see i said you're you're taking over this is awesome so let's do the rewind though because we have to find out all where this came from um as a little sarah who introduced you to professional wrestling grandma grandpa uncle joe aunt sandy i mean who was it <laughs> you you freaking have an aunt sandy don't you okay. i don't okay. um, not even kind of but it's so funny that you said as a little Sarah, because um, little Sarah was the ripe old age of 29 when she was introduced to wrestling. What? See, I told you <laughs> I don't do homework. No, that's okay. Oh, I, Sarah I from yesterday, then. 
Yeah, I love the shock factor when people figure this out. So um, since you said you don't do a lot of back, like information digging, um, I don't know if you've heard of Brock's Boulder, but he yep. wrestles for us for FTC. Um, and he is currently our Art of Grappling champion. And he's also my real life, very close friend. And he actually is the one who introduced me to wrestling. So he was training before I was. And the night before his very first show, he messaged me. He says, hey, I have an extra two tickets. Do you want to come? And I was like, um, of course I want to come. And he was like, okay, well, you can bring someone. So come to the show. It's tomorrow. I was like, oh, wow, that's short notice. <laughs> right. So, Let me so move my schedule for show. you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I came to the show. And I was like, wow, this, this is pretty cool. Like, so, but I was like, this is cool for him. You know, this, this is his thing. And then, um, a few months later I had been kind of on this weight loss body transformation journey and I kind of hit a roadblock where I wasn't really seeing any more progress. And I told him that, and he told me, he said, well, come join me with wrestling. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, I'm not doing that. That's insane. Um, that, show that I went and watched him at was one of the only wrestling shows I'd ever seen in my whole life. We're so, talking <laughs> nothing on TV at this age no. up until 29. No John Cena, no Hulk Hogan. I mean, you know these names now probably, but you didn't right. know who so they I, were. I knew that John Cena existed and like I knew who The Rock was, but like to sit down and watch an entire wrestling program, I had never. Ever. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. See, these are the stories. This is crazy because... 45, you know, I, my grandfather introduced me to wrestling at the age of five. So it's 40 years of, I, I've just, that's my thing. It's in my blood to catch it. And I'm not knocking you, but to catch it so late. And then clearly you're jumping headfirst into this. Now, when we get to the back to your story, you love it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, um, after he finally convinced me to, to come to training, he said, just give it two weeks. And if you don't love it, you can walk away and at least you can say you tried it. So I agreed to give it two weeks. And I told myself, I said, I'm just doing this for him. You know, he's, he's a good friend. Um, he's never steered me wrong. So two weeks, but then I'm out. Well, after my first night of training, I immediately called one of my girlfriends and I said, I'm not going back. I said, I was terrified the whole time. I'm already sore. And I hadn't even left the parking lot yet. <laughs> and she said, nah, she said, you promised him two weeks and you don't break a promise. She said, so you're going to finish out that two weeks, even if it kills you. I said, well, it just might. <laughs> so, but by the end of the two weeks, I was obsessed and I still am. Um, and I was asking the other guys there, like who I should be studying and what I should be watching and what I should not be watching. And, and I just started trying to just learn as much as I possibly could. Just who else, whoever I could study, I was pulling up people on YouTube. Um, the funny story there is when I first started training, Jillian Hall and Bobby Blaze were my trainers, and I had no idea who either of them were. <laughs> That's unbelievable because they're two of the best. I've had yeah. <clears throat> others from of Jillian's on. Bobby, I haven't had anybody else on, but uh, a couple others from – from Jillian's and yeah, I'm sorry. I, I got a frog in my throat all of a sudden, but yeah. And that's crazy. You didn't know. You just yeah. walk in and like, Hey, I'm Sarah. Who are you? <laughs> you in class with me? Yeah. I just, well, and you know, like Jillian, she is, she just has that, 
that look where you know she's just not your your average trainee. So right. I knew there was something special about her, but <laughs> um but yeah, I did I had no idea who either of them were. And and everybody thought I was crazy for that. <laughs> of course. Yeah, as a wrestling fan, of course. So before we get back to after the two weeks of you doing like your thing for you know your buddy growing up were you in, in sports did you because you clearly have some type of background right of sports yeah i mean i i was always kind of the tomboy i was always very athletic um i played basketball i played volleyball i did cheerleading i did softball i always stayed active in some way up until i was just out of high school and then i focused more on my college and I have a bachelor's degree, so I focused on that, and I do have children, so I focused on you know being a mom and the family thing, raising the yeah. family, and I'm I'm kind of just your average grown up. <laughs> yeah, but your average grown up that is slightly changed path. Like this is this is really cool to hear. Like you you did it for you know your friend, you did it for a weight loss, but now. You know, let's fast forward that two weeks, and when does the moment come that you're like, I really love this. This two weeks is going to be forever now. Yeah, it was like, I don't know when the switch flipped, but it was before the end of the two weeks. <laughs> oh, before the end. Nice. Yeah, well, because I noticed, like, I really wanted to be better because I think for for me... A lot of, and I don't want to, I don't want this to sound boastful, but a lot of things in life come naturally for me and wrestling did not. And it might be the first thing ever that has not come naturally for me in life. And that frustrated me. And it made me feel like I just had to prove to myself that I wasn't going to give up, even though it was a struggle. So I just, I wanted to get better. I wanted to improve. I wanted to fight to, to be the better version than I was the, the training before. Right. That 1% better that you hear wrestlers across the board say, if you're 1% better than what you did today, tomorrow, you're improving. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's really tough because you're not always going to have good training sessions. And those were the really tough ones. Like you just have off days, you know, everyone has off days, but when you have off training days, it's like, why am I even here? But you just have to remind yourself that everyone has those days and you just got to get back in the gym the next day. What was your what was your hardest thing? I mean, let's throw day one out the window because you're telling your girlfriends this is um, stupid. I never should have said this or anything. But after yeah. that, what was you know what was the hardest thing for you to get? Um, the, the psychological stuff of it, or clearly people don't go around throwing people yourselves on ring mats and everything like that. Was the physicality rough? What was it? Um, I mean. I don't even, there's a lot of stuff that has come naturally to me in it. And then some stuff that's been more difficult for me, I swear, like I always make this joke, but I swear a little bit of it could possibly be true that I'm, my body's made of concrete. <laughs> yeah. So the vertical stuff has always been hard for me, like having the agility and the quickness and just being able to like jump. Um, every time I try to, do like front bumps and jump and flip and none of that stuff works for me. 
So I've just had to create a move set that works for my body type. Okay. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, it, it really does. <clears throat> How much wrestling now do you watch though? Like, uh, is Bobby and Jillian saying, Hey, go back and watch Trish, go back and watch Sherry Martell, go back and watch, you know, Mickey James to well, uh, grow. About um, a little over a year ago, Jillian decided to go a different way with her life. Right. Um, and I fully respect her decision in that. Um, but Bobby's still there with us and he's our, he's our soul trainer now. And he is really great at finding things that works for the individual wrestler. He doesn't teach to the class as like a mass. He teaches to each individual. So he'll send us matches every now and then. Like he'll send me a match at like 3 a.m. and be like, you should watch this when you wake up. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, so I watch a lot of matches that Bobby sends me. I still uh, study some of the people that the boys told me to, to study. I try to catch the mainstream like uh, WWE and AEW every now and then, but I don't watch that nearly as much as I just try to watch individual stuff on um, YouTube. Right. I try to watch a lot of indie stuff on YouTube when I can find it. Um, Cause I like to watch people that I might actually be in a ring with like sometime in the near future. I, I, think, I love I that important. philosophy. I do love that philosophy. Yes. I do. I really think that's important, especially like if I know I've got a match coming up soon, I like to study my opponents. Right. Yeah. It, you're, you're studying, you're, you're getting gameplay, you're getting comfortable with their move sets as well to see, listen, we all know wrestling, wrestling, how you're going to react and we're like, oh, maybe I'm going to have to twist this way a little bit or something. Yeah. I love that. And I don't hear a lot of people doing that. I mean, is Bobby teaching that? Um, but Bobby teaches us to wrestle safely. Um, and so in my, I am a thinker. I'm a, that's, that's the way my brain works. That's the way I feel safe in my own body is to think and to prepare. <laughs> um, and so I feel like the only way I can be prepared for a match or for a show is to know what I'm coming into. And I know card subject to change. I completely understand that. But if I can prepare as much as I possibly can, that's what I'm going to do. Um, I paint myself as the female powerhouse. So I do a lot of big power moves. So if I'm going up against someone who does the same exact thing, I need to know that. If I'm going up against someone who is flighty and flippy and does a lot of that stuff, I need to know that so that we can kind of correspond with each other. Um, so that I know how to counter some of her moves and some, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. It, it really does. Yeah. I, I like it. It's listen, baseball players, watch other pitchers, football players, watch other defenses. You're, you're exactly, you're, you're being your own coach and trainer, essentially watching stuff. And I, I, I love it. I really do. You don't hear, listen, I've had a ton of people on the show. You, you don't hear, indie wrestlers saying that that they're like yeah i'm gonna fight you know bob smith tonight uh i know he does this he does this but they don't say that they're watching it so you don't know and i really like that that you do i, I from the bottom of my heart i really that's awesome that you do that thank you i appreciate that so tell me who is sarah bubbles 
And I, I know you're going to hear it's myself times a million. Or I, I understand that. But it's wrestling again. Who did you borrow? Not steal. I hate the word steal. But who did you borrow something from? Or, you know, how did Sarah become Sarah? So Sarah is a funny story. Um, Jillian actually gave me the name Sarah Bubbles because at first she couldn't remember my name. So she kept calling me Sarah on accident. Um, <laughs> and which is a thing like Bobby can't remember anyone's name either. So he calls people the wrong names on accident all the time, which, you know, when you've got a school of people coming and going, it takes a minute. Right. Like, I don't blame them at all. But she called me Sarah for quite a few times uh, before she caught my name. But um, so one day she just said, think your name should be Sarah Bubbles. And I was just like, mm, I don't know. Um, but Brock's Boulder, my friend, he was like, don't argue with Jillian Hall. Just, just go with it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like Sarah Bubbles it is. Here we go. Um, <laughs> so, and that was all she, um, Jillian was always about us developing our own characters. You know what I mean? Like that was the only thing she gave me was the name. I, and then Brock's and I kind of, developed the character together from there. Um, did you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? Yes. So you know the character Robin Sparkles? Yes. That's kind of where now. like that's the baby. That's where we originated. But I always describe myself as if Madonna and Jojo Siwa had a love child and then Lisa Frank <laughs> threw up on it. <laughs> that's an image just stuck in my head now. Okay. That's me. <laughs> okay. That's not where I thought Sarah Bubbles. I have no clue where I thought Sarah Bubbles came from, but that I'm is amazing. I'm not your typical wrestler, so I'm not going to have a typical explanation. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I understand that now. I really do. It's crazy. <laughs> Day off. Like, for, first and foremost, are you good at blowing bubbles? Like, let let's let's be real. Are were you a big bubble fan as a kid? Absolutely not. No, I have texture sensitivities, and you put my hand in that, and I'm done. Like, okay. nope. Done. Sit. See ya. Goodbye. Yep. I just need to wash my hands. <laughs> God, I love you. You're hitting every check mark, and I love it. Um, <laughs> day off. Like, what do you? What do you like doing? You know, you're not going to the gym today. You're not, you know, watching any wrestling. Like, what what are, like, down moments um, without, like, shoot job or anything like that? Listen, we don't need to know that. But, I mean, like, what what's Sarah like to do on days off? Um, Sarah is a shopaholic. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, you called my wife. No, kidding. It's, it's really bad. Like, I can sit at my house in my pajamas and just scroll and fantasy shop on like Amazon, or I can go to the mall and shop for hours and maybe, maybe buy one thing or like not buy anything. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I love to shop, but I'm a super picky purchaser. If that makes any sense. The window, um, the window shopping is the experience. The stuff that you get eh, really doesn't matter. Right. I love to browse. I also, I really, really love to antique shop. And I live in like almost a cute little Hallmark town. So where we have some really nice antique shops. Um, and I like to, on days where I have nothing to do, no agenda, 
um, I really like to just go spend all my time there because one of them, it's actually four stories tall and it's an antique shop that's packed wall to wall. I could literally spend an entire day in there. See, now I'm getting. But not buy anything. <laughs> I, I'm getting the, the vibes that you're also like a flipper. Like you, you would be, what is that? Um, I don't know what it's on a home and garden maybe, or something like that, that you would buy uh, a rusty old table and you would flip it to make it something, you know, loud and not obnoxious, but loud and like really cool. Like eccentric. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking Um, for. Words are rough tonight, Sarah. Sorry. (laughs) I I would, but I'm too broke for that. (laughs) So if somebody wanted to buy things for me to flip, I would, Definitely be on board with that. <laughs> I knew, see, I knew this. I'm, uh, a, I'm a wrestler, remember? We're yeah. hot, dogs and, <laughs> hot dogs and handshake, right? You've heard that before. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> couple stupid questions that I always like throwing in here. Um, if you could only have three phone numbers the rest of your life, who would they be? So is this like phone numbers that I can't memorize? Yeah. Yeah. Just three people. This is just three people that you, the only three people you could talk to the rest of your life. Who would it be? Hmm. Oh my gosh. And family clearly gets a phone number. I'm just saying like random friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, cause I was going to say my mom. Well, <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. I would never, yeah. You can't talk to your mom. No. Random friends. That's like every day. So (laughs) I trust me. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So my best. It's a big relief for you, isn't it? You're just like, oh. Yeah. Like you really had me a little nervous for real. Um, Okay. So I've had this, I've had my same friend my whole entire life. Her name's Lydia. I'd have to keep her. (laughs) I'd have to. Um, Of course, I'd have to keep Brock's, even though I hope he doesn't hear this because then he'd gloat about being in my top three yeah see how i stir the pot <laughs> once in a while i'm gonna make sure uh, i tag brock's in this by the way no <laughs> um is it sad that i don't feel like i need a third person <laughs> no it's desperately sad i'm sorry well listen, well then you I can mean, put mom in like... you put mom in then she wins everything well that, that that's the thing like my family are the people that are closest to me. Like I, I talk to my mom and my two sisters really often. And other than that, I have my two closest friends and that's the people in my life. Yeah. And that, that's the greatest thing that you have them all networked right in there. So yeah. Spin it the other way. Um, now you're stuck on an Island and you only have three things to make life better. We'll get back into wrestling. We just like breaking the monotony up. What three things are you taking on an island with you? Um, okay, a flare gun and a pocket knife, um, and an inflatable raft to get off the island. Brilliant. People always say like uh, a cell phone, a refrigerator. How about just get off the island? That's the number one thing. So you win. Yeah. You got it right. Everybody wants, I want a CD player or a Walkman or not that anybody knows what the hell a Walkman is anymore, but yeah, (laughs) old age, sorry. Um, (laughs) Yeah, just get off the island. That's the trick of that question all the time. So you got it. So I probably will never have that question again. 
Well, it's okay. Maybe people won't hear my answers, so they won't copy them. I I hope. (laughs) I hope they do copy them. Me too. People need to be smarter. (laughs) They do need to be smarter. Uh, I've spent a lot of time thinking about that answer, like, because I keep thinking, what if I get stranded on an island? What would I need? <laughs> you you think about that like in real life, not just on the yeah, podcast? Like it's an irrational fear. It's it's an irrational fear. Like I have weird irrational fears. <laughs> is is there an island in Ohio that I don't know about? <laughs> I mean, there's Put in Bay. Okay. Right? Is that an island? <laughs> All right. I live nowhere near it, but (laughs) it's your story. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Right. Anyway, the big island of Ohio. Uh, Wrestling continues to change. Good, bad. There's there's a lot of and young in the business you are. I understand that, but you know some of the stuff like uh, LGBTQ, uh, just all of that. If you could wave a wand and get rid of one thing that is still just a stigma on wrestling, what would you like just gone? Well, um, so I honestly, I feel like there's different stigmas in different places. There um, is. You're right. Because I feel like where I am, there's certain stigmas that might not be even just where you are. Um, But down here women are still seen as almost like the special attraction on the shows. Um, And I I hate hate that. that. I despise that. Well, it's because like you might see one women's match per show because we're the special attraction. And I will tell you this. I don't want to expose someone, even though I probably should, but I'm not going to because that's not Sarah Bubbles. That is not my character. Um, I was on a show one time with a very awful promoter and I was told it doesn't matter how you wrestle. You're a woman, you're pretty and you have boobs. So that's all people care about. It doesn't matter what moves you do. It doesn't matter how the match goes because all I had asked was, who do you want to go over? And I was told it doesn't matter. I hate, I I hate that human being and we will not even discuss that anymore. But I, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. And I know people on Can Crushers have heard this, but I want you to hear this. Women across the board still need more. Uh, and I'll say it during COVID time. Bailey, Sasha, Britt, uh, Thunder Rosa, Asuka carried wrestling because they were doing different stuff. Everything we saw mm-hmm. from Brock and Roman and this and that, that whole COVID time sucked. The women carried wrestling. They continue to do it. Look at what Thunder Rosa's doing with Mission Pro. Look at, I mean, I'm I'm going to continue to name women across the board. Uh, you know, you just understand that it is now time that they get their shot. I don't think it's just one match on a card anymore. I don't, and this is, I'll speak for Pittsburgh wrestling, where kind of what is my hometown area, I guess. They need more. They there's women in between Pittsburgh, Ohio, West Virginia, everything. Put them on cards. Let's have mm-hmm. a whole woman's event one time. It'll sell. Bring women in from other areas. 
Sarah, I'm on your I'm on your side wholeheartedly. We've always been. And then just to say, sorry, get ready, Mark's gonna pipe bomb. To drop stupid shit like that, that it's just because your looks go F yourself, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> I hope your kids don't listen. I apologize. But that no. gets me heated because that just it, it really sucks because it's 2023. Get your head out of your ass. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, you hit a nerve. Uh, <laughs> I'll always be on your side. Side note, let's flip it to the kids after that. Um, do you realize, and I, I know you got into wrestling late, mm-hmm. but you know, and you said you have a great, you know, kids um, fandom and everything. You know you're inspiring children right now to be that wrestler. You're pushing them, and it might not that you're saying anything to them, they just see you. And what you said that you struggled maybe a little bit to push to get this wrestling thing, telling that story, that kid's like, man, Sarah is definitely my hero. Do you do you feel that yet? That is, that's what I want. That's my, I always tell people um, that you got to figure out who your audience is, who you're trying to, to gear your gimmick toward. Um and mine is kids. I want to come out and I want the kids to go nuts. Um, the last show that I was on, it was just a student show at our, at our training school. We could only fit like 75 people in. Um, but all the kids wanted to come up and they wanted to buy my eight by 10 so that they could have my autograph. They wanted to take pictures with me. They wanted to ask me questions. They just wanted to stand at my table and talk to me. And I thought that was just the coolest thing ever. Like they they were all just right there. And on my, on my merch table, I actually have like catered it to kids. So I make sure I have kids sizes on my shirts. Um, I have like little things of bubbles and little bracelets, like a few different types of bracelets. I have bubble guns for sale. Um, and I have things of all different prices because where we're at, it's a low socioeconomic status culture. And so, you know, a, a parent might not be able to afford a $20 t-shirt, but they can afford a $1 bracelet or a $1 thing of bubbles. Like, and so that kid can still walk away with something to remind them of the show, even though the parent can't afford a whole entire t-shirt. You know what I mean? Right. No. Right. And it's still giving them that lasting memory, that artifact, if you may, that, you know, they'll wear it to school and they're like, I met my favorite wrestler, Sarah. And maybe it's just, they're having, I, I love that, that it's bracelets to bubble guns and everything like that. It's, they have that bad day, but they look at your bracelet and Sarah pulls them through. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I love that you're attacking just slid into my head. So I have to say it to get it out. You're attacking the children as your, um, your MO, your, your, your audience, essentially. That's cool. You're not attacking because that sounds brutal, but you're focusing on them. Like you want to be John Cena, essentially. That's what John Cena was. And look what he's done. So if you can be John Cena, Sarah Cena, you're good to go. Right. (laughs) Please don't change your name. That doesn't even sound good. All I really want to be is just, I just want to be Sarah Bubbles. (laughs) Right. And I'm just spinning it six different ways. I just, I just want kids to, I, I've said that I want to be, the wrestler for the non-wrestling fans, um, the ones that might not quite get it yet, (laughs) 
but they till they know that when I come they're out, they're twenty nine. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, come on now. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I do. I do really like the kids, though. Man, they they just to watch their faces light up when I come out. To watch them get so concerned if if I get hurt. Right. Um, I did like I had. Um, I don't know how to phrase this the right way. I was attacked. It was a sneak attack at my last show and um, the girl hurt my neck pretty bad. And I had kids, I could hear them like Sarah, Sarah. I could hear them just the concern in their voice. Um, I actually had a mom message me and ask. um, She said her son wanted to just make sure I was okay. And I'm like, that's, and he might be like 10. He's a young boy. Greatest feeling. Like I'm getting goosebumps for you right now. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a really cool, it's a really cool feeling to know that kids are like showing genuine concern for me as a human being. Like, yeah, it, that invested at that young of an age and you're making an impact on them. So that's cool. They, what's the best advice you would give a kid then, you know, they're coming up. Hey Sarah, you know, when I grow up, I would like to be a professional wrestler too. What do you, what do you tell them? Honestly, I would tell them, um, they can do anything they want to do, whether it be wrestling or anything, but anything you want to do, it's going to take a lot of hard work. You can't just walk in one day and do it. You have to put forth the effort. You can't give up and you got to keep trying. Even if you fail, you just got to keep going because that's what I've had to do a lot. Yeah. Everything's not given to you. It's, it's hard work. It's sacrifice. But when you succeed in both of those, it feels so much better at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your goals for the rest of 2023? Like in the business with the kids, all, all about, you know, wrestling. I mean, I'm just wanting to keep training and just be happy and healthy for real. Like, I just want to be healthy physically, healthy mentally, healthy financially. Um, I want to have healthy relationships with my kids, with my family. Um, and I just, I just want to enjoy life. Like that is what I want out of 2023. I just want to enjoy the life that I'm living and I want to do it every day. I don't want to stress about things that don't need stress about. Which is pretty much everything, by the way. It, um, you're you're preaching to the choir right now, but I'm over here nodding with you because I agree. I would love just this happiness. Yes, that's what I've been trying to do. I mean, I know we're what nine days in, but I've really just been trying to let things go, like just not worry about it, and like take care of things when they come up, so that you're not sitting there stressing about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just keep putting it off and keep putting it off, keep putting it off. It's it's sitting there in the back of your mind and and you're just constantly kind of thinking about it, even when you're trying not to. When if you just take five minutes and take care of it, it can be done and over with. It's all set. Yeah. You don't think about it anymore. Procrastination, anxiety. Welcome to my life. Well, I've spent too long living like that, and I'm telling myself that I don't want to do that anymore. We need to keep in touch. We need to keep in touch and keep each other like focused 
just a, a text in the morning. You're okay. You got it. I, and I fully mean this. You're going to be like, this guy's a freaking creeper. No, because I need somebody like to kick me in the, the rear end every once in a while because it's it's what it is. It, it, I agree. There's We all have our down moments, as we said. We just need that little gif saying, that cat hanging on the branch. Just hang in there and we'll be good. <laughs> you, know, you know the meme I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Uh, dream match. Who would you love to have a match? And it's anybody you want to pick. Uh, where, who, and what is the stipulation you'd like in the match? This is my least favorite question. <laughs> um, It'll change six times to Sunday, by the way, in your professional wrestling career. I was told that by legends. They're like, it changes all the time. Why do you... Stupid podcasters keep pushing the button because we want to know. We want to. We want to fantasize with this match with you. Well, this this is my least favorite question because I don't really have one. Um, oh, because because here's the reason: <laughs> all of my favorite wrestlers that I've found so far are so much like me, and and Bobby teaches us so much like wrestling psychology. Like does does it make sense? Right. That they're so much like me that I can't get the match to make sense in my mind. You know what I mean? I, exactly. Like, yeah. So would I like to work with them? Yes. Maybe be a tag team? Sure. Have them as an opponent? No. <laughs> All right. Then give me who you, your, your person you'd like to tag with then. Delilah Doom. 100%. I love her. I love her. I saw her probably five years ago in the Pittsburgh area and everything, everything about, I just, yes, I love her. I I, I see it now too. I think we have similar styles, similar gimmicks, similar everything. And I would love to tag with her so much. I don't even care who we're against. I don't care. I just want to tag with her. I want to work with her. I want to train with her. I want, I don't care. Like, I just want to be with her. Yeah. So Very similar. Very similar. I like that. (laughs) But I feel like I can learn a lot from her. I really do. And I know that she's been in the business for a while. And I know that she trains with Santino Brothers. And they were um, one of the first YouTube channels that I followed when I was just trying to learn the basics, like rolls and bumps. Um, So I learned a lot from them. So, yeah. I would definitely like to tag with her. Um, besides, you know, we kind of did life goals. Um, in, in wrestling, do you have any goals like you want to knock a couple states off this year or anything like that? Or you're just content? And I, I don't mean content is a bad thing. You're just content where you are right now. Well, um, I know I've said this a couple times, but I'm not your typical wrestler. Right. I know. So um, I am. I am. Um, what's the word? realistic i guess is the word i don't have the body of a female wrestler and i'm 31 now so oh, i know egg i old, know old egg well i mean i know that you know the mcmahons are not looking at me i know AEW is not looking at me so am i trying to wrestle in all 50 states no um am i trying to be gone from my kids every weekend absolutely not thank, thank um, you mom i love you for that i thank you i love you that's free, <laughs> that's you. real talk. It is. And that but I mean, do I enjoy wrestling? Yes. Am I trying to have fun and meet some new people? 
Yes. Because do mothers need their own time? Yes. <laughs> Especially single moms. We yes. need our own time. Um, so I, my goals for this, like wrestling, I think that's what we were talking about. Um, I just want to get a couple bookings, get out there. If I get some new promotions, great. If I just get the ones that I've already worked at, which I counted up the other day and I think it was six promotions that I've worked at and I have two new ones scheduled in the next couple months. So that, that's, um, that's busy. That I mean, that's enough, is. and you're happy with that. That's enough to keep you busy. Well, and that I don't want to travel like I, to be honest, and I hope that this doesn't sound ungrateful in any way, but I don't want to be somewhere where I'd have to travel overnight unless I could have some way to take my kids with me. And being a single mom, it's hard to take your kids with you because they can't very well be in the locker room. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so I, it's hard to travel too, too far. Um, and especially being as new as I am, no one really wants to pay for me to have a hotel room. <laughs> and yeah, I let's, can't really yeah. pay for that myself. Like that kind of defeats the whole purpose of the traveling. So um, just I like just kind of staying a little local and just having fun. And I've met some really great people. Um, I'm content is actually the adequate word for it, to be honest. And like I said, I hope that doesn't sound ungrateful, but no. I'm having fun no, doing what I'm doing. You can hear in your voice that you're having fun. And I love that you said you want to meet new people and you want to do this, you want to do that. That is that is wrestling too. Like we we've had everybody from legends on here to people that are legit just starting out, like match number one. There's no uh how am I gonna say this? There's there's no way to say that you made it over that you made it or you made it or she made it or, you know, it's what's in your heart. And if your heart's saying, this is what I love doing, you win. It's not what I think Mark thinks. Mark's a bum. It's what Sarah thinks in, in <laughs> your, in your support system. I'm, I'm happy for you. And, I, and it, it, that's probably sounds like I'm being the egotistical or something, but I'm not, I'm being dead serious. Like, that's cool because you don't hear it that much. You're like, if I can't be with my kids, I don't need to wrestle. That's a mom. That's what I loved about my mom. That's cool. Thank you. So thank you. <laughs> All right. You do have merch and stuff. So tell everybody your socials, where they can buy merch, and where else are you going to be? So, you know, we can pop up on this island in Ohio and see you. Um, okay, so I had a paper with me, <laughs> yeah. and I misplaced it because I'm just like that. I'm sitting in one spot, and I, oh, here it is. Okay, so <laughs> so I have the memory of a goldfish. So I wrote down my <laughs> my uh, socials. <laughs> um, so I am on Facebook as Sarah Bubbles, but there's a weird asterisk above my E in Bubbles because it said that Bubbles wasn't a real last name. Right. So so your whatever. Actually. Yes, I am. Yep. So that's me, Sarah Bubbles. Um, and then I'm on Instagram as Sarah underscore bubbles underscore seven four zero. And then I'm on Twitter at Sarah underscore bubbles underscore. Got super creative with those names. <laughs> um, as far as merch, I don't like sell in stores because if you look on pro wrestling tees, they charge like eight bucks for shipping or something stupid like that. Yep. And I'm not about that life. If you want to buy merch and you're not going to 
be in my area, just private message me and we'll work something out um, because I've figured out that I can just ship to you for cheaper than what it would be if I ran through one of those stores. Um, but, and then I have some upcoming shows, um, which I post on all of my social medias. You're really good on your social media too, by the way, wrestlers that are listening to this, follow her and realize like she posts good compared to some of you idiots. <laughs> and I love you, but yes, she's a good social media poster. Well, thank you. I, I always feel like I'm not posting enough, but I think fig- I figure I just try to post at least my shows. Like, <laughs> And that's, yeah. If, if you want to put, as Ricky Morton always said, you know, if you put asses in seats, that's the way that you make money. Well, if, I you, love if, you, if you don't post where you're going to be, uh, well, you're not doing half of your job. Right. Yeah. I actually uh, shared a card with Ricky Morton over the summer. He is, he's a trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way of putting it. Ricky's been on the show, and yeah, I now know him personally. He is he's a heck of a ride. Let's leave it at that. He's funny. Um, oh, no, what was I saying? Your, See, your events. Goldfish. Sorry, your events. Oh, okay. So um, on January 21st, I will be – I've already forgot the promotion, but it's in Marion, Ohio. It's on my socials, so if you get on there, you'll see it. Um, and then on February 18th, I will be with my home promotion, FTC Wrestling, in Ironton, Ohio. And then February 28th, I will be um, with RCW Promotion. It's like a one-time deal. He doesn't run very often at all. He hasn't ran in almost three years, and he says that this might be his only show for this whole year. And that's in West Portsmouth, Ohio. Wow, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a charity show. Oh, then so, I give them that then. All right. Yeah. So I'm excited for that one. Um, that's a little close to home. So I'm excited for that. Um, and that's that's all I have confirmed for right now. Well, for, you know, January and February. I don't want to run you through my whole year. <laughs> yeah. And here's uh, December. No, just follow her. Yeah. Follow her. Yes. So, um, but if you all, um, just get on there, I, I post them as soon as the promoters get me the event posters, I try to get them on there and I try to post them not too often to drive people nuts, but often enough to keep it on your newsfeed. <laughs> yeah. And and that's a good way of doing it. Sarah, I had a blast tonight. Did I forget anything, anything you want to bring to the table? You're like, Mark, how about, let me tell you about this or anything that I forgot. Um, well, I, I mean, I mentioned my home promotion. I mentioned, um, well, I always do plug my school. So if you are in the Ironton, Ohio area and you think you might want to train as a wrestler with Bobby Blaze Smedley um, and with Sarah Bubbles, um, <laughs> we have the FTC's Art of Grappling School um, in Ironton. You can look us up on Facebook. And probably Instagram. I don't know. But definitely Facebook. <laughs> um, and you can message that page for more information on coming to training. It's a super fun time. And it's actually one of the most reasonably priced training schools around. So yeah, look and, us up. And you have Bobby Blaze in your back pocket. Uh, guys, if you don't know Bobby, uh, do your homework. Um, yes. One of the best for reals out there. Uh, the litany of people underneath. He does a great job. So this isn't, you know, 
my training center, Martinez Wrestling Federation that I have in my backyard that nobody should come to. This is a legit <laughs> one, right? That That's something that, that I want you to back me up, Sarah. This is something that, like, you should have somebody that has been in the business, that knows the business, that, you know, has a litany of people underneath. Just don't go to any Tom, Dick, or Harry school, right? Yeah, definitely. There are there are some um we don't need to give that, names we do, we just made fun of my no, my not, fake one no. yeah <laughs> yeah no there are some schools that shouldn't be attended and there are some that really really should and ours is one of them that should bobby was trained by the malenkos yeah. um he's wrestled all over the world and he's one of the best and he not only that but he has a true passion for the business um i'm, I'm sure that i always have heard and said wrestling is an industry of egos. So most wrestlers have a true passion for themselves. Um, (laughs) Bobby does not. He has a passion for the business and he wants to see each and every one of the students succeed in the way that they can. He he always says, get in where you fit in. So if he can just see that you're not really going to quite make it as a wrestler, he'll try to encourage you to be a manager or be a ref. And um, we have a guy that came in and it was just kind of obvious that wrestling wasn't really going to be his thing and he pushed him to be a ref and now he's uh, a ref that gets a lot of business in our area like he works more promotions than any of us so (laughs) yeah um but bobby really is passionate about just helping people to live out their dream in any way that they can yeah uh i've heard that before about bobby and give them some due diligence and due praise here at the end that you know, Sarah Bubbles, your name is now uh, essentially wrapped to him. So he doesn't want, and not that you're going to, but I'm just using you since you're on the show. You know, you go out and you kill somebody today. Uh, that looks bad on him because you training. I mean, in the ring, kill someone. That looks like a gun or anything. Oh my God, I've <laughs> gone down a terrible path. But if you have an accident in the ring or something like that, you know, that goes even though he wasn't in, it goes back on Bobby. So mm-hmm. he wants to make sure that all his air quotes, kids are tucked in the right places and taken care of. And he puts his, you know, back on the line for all of them. That doesn't yeah. happen in wrestling across the board. People, let me just tell you that. Yeah. He really does take care of all of us. So Sarah I had a blast tonight. Thank you for coming on the show, chatting up, uh, getting us to know more about Sarah Bubbles, the unpopable force. Um, yeah, I <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and blowing our mind with not getting into wrestling until twenty nine. That's cool. <laughs> I lo- I know I keep bringing it up, but it's just awesome to me. Like it's shocking to people who don't know wrestling's out there sometimes. And then they become superstars. I love you. I wouldn't say superstar, you but are, thank hey, you. You are. You, you got the kids. You're a superstar <laughs> to them, right? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> thank you, dear. Have a great night. Thanks, you too. Ladies and gentlemen, the unpopable force, Sarah Bubbles, or Boublaze, as her Facebook would have it. Man, this was a fun interview. I... See, I tell you guys each and every week that I don't like doing research anymore because you get the wow factor, the awesome factor, the what is going on factor. And I, she's going to hate me. I know she is. But not discovering wrestling, wrestling itself until she's 29 and then getting in and going full force. 
I love that story. These are the stories that you get to hear from independent wrestling. These are the stories that get me all jazzed up at night that I can't sleep because I love them. I love hearing the passion. She was doing this wrestling thing, as air quotes, as a two-week trial just to get into shape to say, hey, yeah, whatever. And now, female of the year here, uh, superstar of the year here, going for championships there, traveling here. This is awesome. This is awesome. I love everything about this. But this is what I really love. The dad moment, dad moment of the week. She doesn't want to be far from her kids. Man, pull at the heartstrings. This is everything that I love about just being an independent wrestler. You get to do what you want to do. You can take your own bookings. You can stay where you want to stay. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for coming on the show and Sarah sharing your story. This was awesome. Remember, guys, just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. All the garbage can. Not a garbage cannot. Make sure you tell your loved ones you love them, because you never know. Yeah.